We are ready to go. Argos uh, will get the ball to start. Doug Flutie performed the coin flip, J.J. He was going to throw the ball, but then turned it, uh, sort of pulled it in and ran for 27 <laughs> yards. So, uh, But nonetheless, the Argos will get the ball to start. They will be going uh, with the wind here in the opening quarter, uh, wearing their fifth uniform combination of the season. White tops, sorry, white pants, white helmets, and sharp. blue. Yeah, they're going right, left to right here to start this game. Yeah, that's a brisk win. Bramar kicks it off, and it will be the dangerous one. Here's Martise Jackson at the 15-yard line. Far numbers, 20, 25, 30 to the 35. Tried to squeak through at the 35, couldn't quite get there. And that will bring out the Argo offense first and 10. Ricky Ray, four games, four 300-plus-yard games. The lowest total so far, 327 yards, the big one. 506 yards in the opener against Hamilton. He has thrown for 1,500 yards already through four games. Argos will put it in play at the 38-yard line. As mentioned, they are moving left to right here in this opening quarter. They'll start with three receivers to the near side. We'll give you the starting lineups momentarily. Ray's a quarterback, and uh, he will go play action. They'll run a screen on first down. It's Anthony Coombs, 40-45. He's got the sideline, 55-50, and finally, one man to beat who got him and knocked him out of bounds at about the 46-yard line. That's the way to get it started, J.J. Oh, there's a little north-south from Anthony Coombs. We were talking about him pregame. He took that ball on the... Uh receiver screen as he released out of the backside Wilder to the front to the right and uh, got that ball and turned upfield and downfield he went starting lineup offensive line from left to right Brandon Washington Tyler Holmes Sean McEwen Corey Wadman and Chris Van Zyl James Wilder in a running back tonight for Brandon Whitaker Ricky Ray is the quarterback we'll get to the receiving group momentarily first down at the Ottawa 46 still on the left hash mark back to pass is Ray comes to the near side has the man it's SJ Green incomplete as uh, it was Antoine Pernot over there to break it up. Anthony Coombs, Jeff Fuller back in the lineup. Armadi Edwards, S.J. Green, and Malcolm Williams, the five-pack of starting receivers tonight. Yeah, and uh, on that play, Ricky had four receivers to his right, and S.J. with an unusual drop. I thought that was a catchable ball as he was running to the flat. Get to the Ottawa starters momentarily. Second down and 10 from the Ottawa 46. Three receivers to the near side, two up top. Wilder stands to the right of Ray, who drops back, looks to the far side, checks it down at the numbers to the 40, and Armani Edwards has the catch, but it will be four yards shy of the first down, but it gives six more yards for Liram Hyralahu to try the field goal, and indeed the field goal unit comes out. Hyralahu last week 6-4-6 against Winnipeg. It is his second six-field goal game in his two years here in Toronto. He did it in week three at BC last week. This will be a 47-yarder. Hoagie's kicking this with the wind, a strong wind behind him, but uh, I'd be surprised if he was able to pull off a 6-for-6 six six with conditions like this this evening. We'll find out. The wind is swirling, as uh, you mentioned, off air. Uh, snap is a little high. who gets it up. Yahtzee, 3-0 for the Argonauts. 13.08 remaining here in the opening quarter. Argos draw first blood. You're listening to Toronto Argonaut Football on the home of the Noble Blue. This is TSN 1050. That's Jeff Johnson. I'm Mike Hogan. Uh, welcome to BMO Field here in Toronto. Argonauts now on defense after a 47-yard field goal by Liram Hyralah, who opens the scoring. Starting defense for the Toronto Argonauts. The ends are Sean Lemon and Victor Butler. The tackles tonight, Dylan Wynn and Cleon Lang. The linebackers, uh, the outside guys are Cassius Vaughn and Marcus Ball. Bear Woods is the middle linebacker. The cornerbacks are Rico Murray and Aquasi Awusu-Ansaw. Johnny Sears Jr. and Brandon Harris are the defensive halfbacks. And the man in the middle at safety is Jermaine Gabriel. Trevor Harris, the starting quarterback for the Ottawa Red Blacks. 
6-3-2-12 out of Edinburgh University in Pennsylvania. And six years now in the CFL. Six two, years. Six, two with the Ottawa Red Blacks. Yeah, no kidding. We knew him when. Incredible. 1,755 yards passing so far for Trevor. Ten touchdowns, two interceptions. They'll put it in play at the 35-yard line with a good breeze behind the Hyralahu's back. They don't want to give him the option of kicking it deep. Harris, pump fake, nothing there on first down. We'll dump it over the middle. He was looking for the usually sure-handed Patrick Lavoie out of Laval. And it hit the carpet, incomplete. Second down and 10. The offensive line for the Red Blacks from left to right, the former Argo, Sir Vincent Rogers, Alex Matias, John Gott, Nolan McMillan, and Jason Lozon Sagan. The running back is William Power, uh, Powell. Trevor Harris is the quarterback. We'll introduce the receivers momentarily. Four-man front for the Argos on second down. They'll rush for Harris. Far numbers. Man, wide open at the 43-yard line, but an open field tackle. Per, prevents him from uh, getting some extra yards on a first down as that was Brandon Harris out in space to make the tackle. Great tackle by Harris. Trevor seeing his receiver out to the far right side. Not a ball you see thrown very often, but he was open right away. Trevor got rid of it as, uh, as that D-line was coming fast. It was Josh uh, Joshua Stangby who had the catch, and it sets up a third down and two, kicking into the wind. This is a pretty good spot on the field to run a fake into the wind, so the Argos better be aware of that. Brett Maher is leading the CFL in punting, 47.1. High kick, and the wind kills it. Martise Jackson at the 29-yard line. Far numbers with a late, late, late flag down. Jackson takes it out to the 36-yard line. That was thrown in the backfield of the Red Blacks after the kick was made. So I wonder if this is a contacting the kicker. Holding. Toronto, number 75. 10-yard penalty. First down. Penalty will be against Cam Walker, the former Guelph Griffin. And the Argos will uh, be pushed back and start fairly deep in their own zone, leading 3 nothing here. Two minutes, three minutes now gone in the opening quarter. This is not something you want to have after that opening possession without a touchdown, J.J. The Argos have now gone 17 straight possessions without a touchdown. Ooh, that's ugly. Well, a few of those were because of some drops in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Something that they need to clean up. They've had a couple of those this year. First down of their own 19-yard line. Argos uh, in blue will send three receivers in motion from left to right. They've got a tight end on the left side. Red Blacks throw blitz, and they end up running Anthony Coombs as the lone setback. He runs a counter play and gets blown up a yard behind the line of scrimmage. There was absolutely nowhere to go there. Argos got the big boys out up on the line and uh, just can't get much of a push. The, the Red Blacks read that the whole way. Linebackers filled those gaps, and... Nowhere to go. Second and long. Argonauts with, uh, as it stands right now, an historically bad running attack. Just 37 yards per game. Horrendous. If that Non-existent, Hoagie. If that holds, that would be the worst in the history of the Canadian Football League. <laughs> Long way to go yet. Second down and 11 from their own 18-yard line. Ball on the left hash mark. Back to pass is Ray. He's going uh, to the far flat. He's got Malcolm Williams who has the first down. As the BC native from Maple Ridge gets his first opportunity to play for the Argonauts after spending all of last year on the practice roster, and he puts all six foot two, 200 pounds to good use. It's a first down, Toronto. Malcolm lined up to the left of Ricky Ray at the X position, runs a little curl pattern, and uh, catches this ball. Turn does a nice job of turning up field right away and uh, grabs the first down. First down at the 32-yard line. 
Argles will go to a double tight end set here on first down. Ball still on the left hash mark. Ray back to pass. Four-man rush. He wants to go over the middle. He has a man incomplete through a little low in the direction of Armani Edwards. It'll be second and ten. Yeah, a little low and a little behind. Ricky didn't look comfortable on that play. It was a little play action with all the tight ends. Declan Cross in the backfield as well. Just a few receivers uh, out there as options. And Ricky, I think, just wasn't feeling that and kind of threw it in turf more than anything. Jamal Campbell had been one of the tight ends along with Declan Cross. They check out. They go with the receiver package. And four of them will line up to the right with the ball on the left hash mark. Wilder in the backfield. He stands to the left of Ray as well. Back to Pasco's Ricky. Five-man pressure. Knocked down. Swatted down like a volleyball at the line of scrimmage. And it'll be... Third down and ten, and out comes the punt unit. That was big uh, Taylor Reed playing the LB in the middle linebacker spot. Middle linebacker for uh, the Red Blacks. Got his hands up. Four-man rush with Reed coming, brought, made it five, and he does a great job of getting his hands up there and blocking that ball. Ball at the 32. And out comes Hyrulahu for the punt. It's going to be a big kick, Hoagie. High kick. Starting to flutter down at the 21-yard line. Deontay Spencer's got it. Par numbers 30, 35, 40. And he gets drilled. The former Argo taken down at that point. And that's where the Red Blacks will take over. They trail 3-0 five minutes into this football game. You are listening to Toronto Argonaut Football on TSN 1050. 3-0 Argos. It's Toronto Argonaut Football on TSN 1050. Mike Hogan and JJ with UK Pedersen down on the sidelines. Andy McNamara back at the studio. You'll have the halftime post-game festivities. Mark Trestman will join us in the uh, post-game. And Doug Flutie hopefully will drop by in the third quarter. That's the plan anyway. Yeah, hopefully he does. Hopefully he does. And he didn't miss many assignments. <laughs> no, yeah. that was you think? Yeah, probably one of the most disciplined guys uh Around, I would imagine. I mean, uh, long hours, putting in the extra shifts, you know, just constant student of the game. Don't forget, this was pre-internet, pre-iPad, etc., etc. So sure. guys, if they wanted to look at game film, had to go to the facility in Mississauga. Uh, Danny Webb, the equipment manager, who's still here, had to cut Doug a key because he was phoning him at 2 o'clock in the awesome. morning saying, I, I think I remember something from the uh, from the Calgary game. Can, can I, can I continue to go down and <laughs> let me in? Couldn't sleep. Yeah, so they, they, they gave him his own damn key. Doug will figure it out, and he did. First and 10 from the 40, toss uh, to the near side, and it is strung out nicely. Nowhere to run from William Powell, and he's taken out after a short two-yard gain. Great tackle by big uh, win, Dylan Wynn inside there, but that play was forced inside by Cassius Vaughn, executing his assignment, keeping outside leverage on the running back, forcing him inside, and there's Wynn to clean it up. Receiving core is Jake Hardy and uh, Greg Ellingson, Deontay Spencer, Joshua Stangby, and Brad Sinopoli. And it's a passing situation for the Red Blacks here. Trevor Harris back to pass. Four-man rush goes to the far. Ashburn! Almost, the route was almost jumped. And Rico Murray's going to get in there and knock it down. And that was almost picked off and headed in the other direction. My goodness, the intended receiver, Greg Ellingson, he was coming in on an in pattern from the far right of Trevor Harris. And just as the ball was getting to him, Rico Murray made contact and uh, could have got an interception. Now comes Maher for the punt. His first one was just 38 yards. He stands at his own 26-yard line. Snap is good. Kick is not too bad at all into the wind. Marquise Jackson takes it at the 20-yard line, heads in the far direction, stops on a dime, tries to readjust, ends up with a 7-yard return out to the 27-yard line. That's where the Argos will take over, leading 3-0. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. 
1997, the Jays were 76 and 86. Roger Clemens won the Cy Young. Marcus Camby was selected second overall by the Toronto Raptors. They were 30 and 52. Toronto Maple Leafs traded Doug Gilmore to New Jersey. They were 30, 44, and 8. And the Toronto Argonauts were kicking butt in the Canadian Football League. No and kidding. we are honoring the 97 team here tonight. Doug Flutie in attendance and Paul Masati. I think there are 19 guys back. Um, pinball is omnipresent, so he's here. Hoagie, that team was unreal. Oh. Unreal. <laughs> that year, the average score was 37 to 18. The average that's score. Like, that's incredible. In one game in Winnipeg, they beat the Bombers 66-25. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Don Matthews didn't care. He just left him in. That team had uh, Andre Ware as a backup. It's the only time two Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks have been <laughs> on the same roster in the same year in any pro league. Never happened in the NFL, and it's only happened once up here. Ray on play action on first down will dump it out into the flat. They've got Marquise Jackson who tried to tiptoe around uh, the defender, but it was Sherrod Baltimore in his first CFL game out of the University of Maine who made the tackle after a two-yard gain. Yeah, Marquise almost got away there, and uh, Baltimore just grabbed that shoelace at the last second and pulled him down. They'll mark it at the 29, so closer to three. Second down and seven. Ball over here on the right hash mark. Argos moving toward the lake with the Gardner at their back. I don't like the first 15 so far tonight, Hoagie, for the Argos. They need to get this offense going a bit. At the 29-yard line, second down and seven, oh. and we've got movement. That was a big one. Argos' uh, counter right now is at 18 possessions without a touchdown. Yeah, that was, uh, I think I think it was coming from right tackle. Toronto, number 54, five-yard penalty, remains second down. Chris Van Zyl took one of those a week ago in Winnipeg and was flabbergasted. He didn't realize that he had moved and was like, I didn't move. <laughs> Yet the uh, the replay showed that the head got a little uh, little bit out there before the ball was snapped. Yeah, he jumped there. He was he was setting uh, Avery Ellis across from him. Has him uh, getting in position pretty quickly. Second and 12 from their own 24. Seven and a half minutes left here in quarter number one. Ray back to pass. Gets it out to the near side. He's got Malcolm Williams head down. Gets out to the 35-yard line. They'll mark it just shy of the 35, so it'll be a yard and a half. Argos trying to get an extra half a yard out of the spot, and Mark Tressman has a decision to make here. And with the wind, I would assume he would send out the punt unit, and that's exactly what he does. That was a slick move by Malcolm Williams to make that close. He makes this catch around maybe five yards, and he turns upfield. And it looks like he's dead on the sidelines with uh, Jonathan Rose bearing down on him, and he somehow slid underneath and made this close. Deontay Spencer averaging 13 yards per punt return, but has a 96-yard touchdown so far this year. Oh, he's dangerous. That's a wobbler. Not a great kick with the win. Deontay comes up and takes it at the 30. He's got some room on the near side. 30, 35, 40, turns the corner to the 50, and is taken down out of bounds. No flag for a late hit. That's some nice but blocking. really nice field position for the Red Blacks at their own 48-yard line, trailing the Argos. 3-0 with seven minutes left in the opening quarter. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Seven minutes remain in the opening quarter. 3-0 Argos. We were maybe expecting a bit of a shootout here so far tonight. 3-0. Funny sport, isn't it? Yeah, yes, it is. When you expect everything to go all lights out, it doesn't happen. Kate Pedersen is the other person here at BMO for us on the sidelines. Kate, what do you have for us? Hoagie loves to talk about this dreaded D and, and such a strong defense as a whole. And Victor Butler came up a little early, didn't know 
much about the CFL or Canada, and he said that spending time with Sean Lemon and Cleon Lang early on, he was just with such a committed group of guys that it motivated all of them, and they were able to get a quick start. So he definitely credits the guys around him for his success so far this season. Thank you, Kate Pedersen. That's awesome. Boy, Victor was great on the Double Blue podcast. What an engaging man. Yeah. Lots of props for his teammates as well, particularly Sean Lemon. First down, Red Blacks go right up the gut, and close to midfield is William Powell. It will be a gain of six. Love it. Powell with a nice move off to solid blocking from the Red Blacks offensive line, zone to the right, cuts back, and uh, ball gets in there. Here comes Jermaine Gabriel flying up from the free safety to clean it up. Sets up a second down and three. Trevor Harris so far just one of three for eight yards. Argos will take that. Ball right at midfield on the left hash mark. Red Blacks moving from right to left. Harris drops back. Four-man rush goes over the middle. And a diving catch made by Brad Sinopoli. Inside the 40 to the 37-yard line. And the Peterborough native, who won the heck Creighton as a quarterback, moves the sticks. It's a first down Red Blacks. That's a heck of a catch. Sinopoli running a little in pattern from the left side of Trevor Harris. And Trevor leads this ball into the middle of the, the triangle created by the defensive backs. And Sinopoli lays out and just uh, makes a heck of a catch. Still over on the left uh, hash mark. Tight end of the uh, left side for the Red Blacks. Play action rolling right as Harris looking long into double coverage. Almost intercepted. Closest man to the football was Rico Murray as he tried to drop one like a dime in between two different defenders. Didn't quite work out. It's second and ten. That was Brandon Harrison toe right behind uh, Sinopoli. Trevor on the play action, rolling out. I thought he might, I'm pretty sure he thought about running it because there might have been some space there, but he saw Sinopoli in between the two defenders, tried to drop it over top, overthrew it a little bit. That would have had to have been a perfectly thrown football from about 45 yards away on the run into into the wind. He still overthrew him by a bit. Here comes some pressure. Harris back to pass, and he eludes the pressure and will make a move, and the ball comes out. It's laying on the ground, and Ottawa, I think, has it around the first down marker. That's fumble interference all the way. No flags on the play. Absolutely. Number 55. uh, Argos have it. They end up with the football anyway. How did the Red Blacks not fall on that? But as Johnny Sears Jr. at the bottom of the pile comes up with a fumble recovery, and the Argos have the football. That's incredible. I thought Ottawa recovered that. And I was ready to call out Sir Vincent uh, Rogers for fumble interference. And guess who forced the fumble? Who else? Unreal. Victor Butler. Victor Butler gets in there. Trevor was running downfield. He was actually getting some decent yardage, but he didn't secure the football. What do they tell the young quarterbacks? When you start running downfield, tuck it in. Trevor had it down. He was still thinking possibly about running or throwing it, even though he was five yards downfield. Victor gets in there, sees the ball, punches it out. Argo ball. Nolan McMillan is 6'6 and 300 pounds of love, right out of Iowa. And he had the ball in his hands, and the chest fell on the football, and the ball came out. He never really had it. And Johnny Sears Jr. dove in and took it away from him. That's how we didn't get it. There's a lot of love in there. Oh, one thing got pushed around. Tight end to the left side for the Argos. Back to pass is Ray, and he's going to throw to the far seam, and it is incomplete. Timing just a little off with he and uh, Armani Edwards again. Third time they've looked his way tonight, and it will go incomplete. That That's interesting where they roll to the right and throw back across the field of the scene. Okay, I was just going to say that was a very odd-looking play because uh, there was play action to the left. Ricky rolled to his right and then threw it back to the left. It, uh, I don't know. Anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a possible uh, completion, but you know, a good knockdown by the defensive back. 
third forced fumble this year by Victor Butler to go with the seven sacks. He's all right. Ray, near side, flags down. And I would assume that's on the offense from where that was thrown and the whistle blowing first. We will find out what Al Bradbury has to say. Flag thrown on the far sideline. Toronto, number 69. Five-yard penalty, remains second down. Wow. Come on, they boys. That's on Will Campbell, the newcomer out of the University of Michigan. That's not good. Two series in a row, the offensive lineman with penalties. Will was a defensive lineman. He's from Detroit. When he checked in with the Wolverines program, he was on the other side of the football. They converted him to the offensive line. 6'5", 305, that's a big dude. Yeah, New York's Jets draft pick four years ago. And now finds himself in Toronto for the first year. Second down and 15 from their own 23-yard line. Back to pass is Ricky Ray. He's looking long. He's looking left. And it is incomplete. He was looking for Fuller. Tried to make the play. Tight coverage on the play by the Red Blacks defender, Corey Tyndall. And it will bring out the punt unit once again. Hoagie, let's talk a little quickly here. We were just talking about Will Campbell. Well, he set across from uh, defensive end uh, Arnaud Gascon-Nadon. And Will punched out his left hand and tossed Nadon in the air three yards to his left. <laughs> it was a one-hand punch. I've never seen anything like it. Incredible power. High wobbling kick. Deontay Spencer will come up to his own 42-yard line. Far numbers to get out to the 50 before he's hit hard. Levi Noel among those downfield to make the tackle. At the 50-yard line. Should mention Levi Noel, the University of Toronto product. Uh, his old quarterback. Simon Nasser is uh, in attendance tonight. Simon was fun to watch. Yeah. Oh, man. They uh, they called him kind of little flutie because he'd just <laughs> run around and, and make plays. And nice. The University of Toronto didn't have, obviously, a ton of success while he was there, but he was, I think he led the OUA in passing one year. Oh, he had sec- at least second. He Beat was up good. on York anyways. Oh, no. <laughs> the don't don't say it, homie. Don't say it. First to ten for the stay away 50. Ground game again, and Powell gets stood up at midfield. Bear Woods was the first man to get a lick at him. Make him pay for it. And it will be second down and four. Bear Woods followed by Marcus Ball that tried to take him, uh, turn him into two pieces. (laughs) (laughs) We talked about the Argo struggles. It's not like the Ottawa Red Blacks have been tearing up the league on the ground this year either. Both teams committed to the pass. There is no question about that. Trevor Harris just two out of five for 26 yards so far. Ball just on the Argo side of midfield at second down and four. Four-man rush. Harris. Intercepted. No, it's dropped. Marcus Ball had it. Past tense. Had it right in the mitts and let it fall to the carpet. Oh. It was a little behind him. Marcus dropped that right hand as he was running to his left, and it would have been a heck of a catch if he managed to pull it in. Oh, I, was, oh, oh. I was just thinking, like, because you he got, almost one-handed it. You got Bear Woods and Marcus Ball all around the football all night. Yes. No picks, no sacks, no forced <laughs> fumbles, no fumble recoveries. Yes. You'd think somebody would make one of those things between the two of them. Yeah, that wasn't a very good ball because it was all. If it had gone over Marcus, it would have been well behind Josh Stangy, the intended receiver. Martise Jackson had a punt return for a touchdown last week. Maher puts it outside the numbers of the 10-yard line. Jackson, stutter step. He wants to bubble back, and that is not going to work the first time. Now he's got a block, and he got tripped up at the 10-yard line. He almost made something out of nothing there. Last week, he had 339 total yards 
the fourth best in CFL history. That's incredible. And what makes that special is the three guys ahead of them on the ahead of them on the list all yep. had a major missed field goal return. Really? Larry Taylor okay, had 136 yards in, in missed field goal returns that, on his night. Bashar Livingston had 142 yards in missed field goal returns. Marcus Thigpen had 155 yards in missed field goal returns. And for a returner, that's Christmas morning. That takes that out to that takes his his performance to another level. That's R- amazing. Ricky Ray back to pass now, forced out of the pocket. He's going to dump it off for the safety valve. James Wilder Jr. has it right at the line of scrimmage. They may give him a yard. It'll be second down. And a nine. Ricky Ray, six out of 11 for 61 yards. Minute 59 remaining here. I haven't given the score in a bit. I apologize for that. 3 nothing Argos with a couple of minutes left here in quarter number one. This offense needs to do something uh, to get a little spark going here. They they feel flat to me. After a considerable break, they're just not clicking right now. They have three receivers to the left with the ball just inside the right hash mark. Coombs and Fuller to the near side. That's the way Ricky Ray's going to look. He's got Coombs. Nice oh. catch. Extended at the 21-yard line. A yard past the first down marker, and the kid from Manitoba makes a hell of a catch, and it's a first down Toronto. There's a little spark. There's a little spark. Coombs pulls that one in, and as he's uh, heading towards the sideline on an out route, right down the line of scrimmage, maybe a yard or two across, and just extends those white fingertips and those gloves and pulls in this ball as he hits the turf. Two receivers up top, Fuller and Edwards, will go wide with the ball on the right hash mark. They'll put three into the boundary. Williams, S.J. Green, and Anthony Coombs. Wilder goes from the left of Ray, and they'll dump it off to Coombs again to the 25-yard line, a gain of four. A lot of fans get frustrated with the the checkdown stuff. Second and four, or second and six, rather, is a lot more manageable than second and ten. Oh, 100%, Hoagie. Well, I mean, listen, that's the way... That's the way the game of football is, though. I mean, when you really break it down, it's about taking what the defense gives you. It's about, you know, chipping away, taking those reads. When you just when you really look at, you know, first read, second read, that's the way the game is designed, right? And that's how Ricky plays it. Kind spot for the Argos, I would think, out to the 26-yard line, second and five. Ray's going to dump it over the middle. One-handed catch by S.J. Green. And Ricky Ray got hit late, and there is a flag. Yeah, this is Unlike Manitoba last week, when Ricky got drilled at the end of the game, a headshot. And no flag Major this time. Foul. Roughing the pass. They got it. Ottawa, number 41. 15-yard penalty at the end of the play, automatic and first I, down. I don't say that just because it's Ricky Ray. The thing that frustrates me as a fan of this game is when a quarterback is throwing, he is absolutely vulnerable and not in a position to take a hit. And when you see guys coming in and taking shots at the head, and the one thing more than anything else the referee should be taking a look at is protecting the quarterback. The referee standing right behind yeah, yeah. the quarterback. And Ricky was actually frustrated on that one. He was looking for a flag. Yeah. Well, Gascon Nadon is a little frustrated. He's having to deal with big uh, Will Campbell over there who's been hammering him. And uh, just kept going there and took that frustration out on Ricky. First down at their own 44-yard line. This will be the final play of the quarter. A counter play with a lead blocker to Coombs who gets the corner to the 50-yard line. Out close to midfield and should have the first down. Man, that was a heck of an effort by the 200-pounder, all five foot nine of them, out of the University of Manitoba. That's the final play of the opening quarter. Argos win it three to nothing. We'll come back for the second 15 as we continue with Argonaut football on the home of the Boatman. This is TSN 1050.